Good evening and welcome to another edition of the JMU yeah, Sports Club Podcast. <laughs> Maybe the last one with the initials JMUSB for us. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Um, welcome, oh, everybody. Welcome, uh, Rob. Yeah, same oh, as I'm joined as always kind of by Ro- coming buddy down Rob. Coming from, on, Rob? from the rush. Um, I'm not as sad as, as you think. And obviously, people were, were recording this just one hour after last pitch, last out. Um, I don't know. Like I put that awful cheesy quote yeah. on Twitter, you know, like don't don't cry because it's over, you know, smile because it's happened. And I've always kind of laughed at that and thought, oh, that's you're like, right, whatever, Winnie the Pooh or something for a Hallmark card. Yeah. But that's really how I feel. Like I just I had so much fun during this run. I can't right. be upset about the way it ended. And and we talked on past weeks about how people kind of bristled at the underdog label, and the reality was anybody playing this particular Oklahoma team was going to be considered an underdog. And Jamie is the one who went toe-to-toe with them and, and kind of brought literally millions of people to the game to tune in and watch this. Um, they did themselves proud. They did their coaches proud. They yes. did their families proud. Yes. And they did us all proud as fans. So I, I, I can't be upset about this one. Um, it just – it was a blast. It was an absolute blast. I, I, it's everything you want from sports. Everything you want from sports is – shared memories and experiences with friends. Um, <laughs> you know, Todd is somebody who grew up in the DC area as a fan of non DC teams. Yep. Yep. I kind of miss that sense of community. So that's, that's the big reason why I'm so drawn to Jamie sports is because it's something I share in yep. common with, you know, some of the most important people in my life who are my Jamie friends. And this was great. I mean, I heard from people who mm-hmm. were just so excited about it and, and what's really, really cool. And I apologize for kind of going off in the beginning here. Yep. I'm not playing this. Um, I just, it makes me so proud of, of Jamie. Go, the way go, that go, go. It's, none of, it's none of this like, oh, this is cool for a woman's sport. Or, oh, this yes. is cool for a non-major sport. Or, oh, this is cool for springtime distraction. Or, oh, no. I wish this was basketball. Everybody was legitimately bought in. You don't hear any of that. And I, I know that's not completely unique to JMU, but I think JMU kind of sets the bar in that regard. I mean, it, it's, it's different. I mean, like – People and it's people like special. I heard from Barney the weekend, it's and he's different. like, "I cannot it's believe way, way, way how excited yeah. I am about this. It's so much fun." You know, I heard from people's spouses who didn't even go to Jamie were excited. Yes. You yes. saw the national media. Oh. You saw, you know, uh, it just this drew so many people in, and we can bristle about the underdog thing, or you can embrace it. And the fact is, Americans love underdogs. Americans love this Jamie team. Um, Americans love to see greatness and see greatness challenged. And JMU challenged greatness. People, people are, I think, are kind of losing how good Oklahoma was because JMU beat them the first time. You know, plenty. This was the twenty-seven Yankees of softball. Um, Correct. They're they're, they're yeah. by no means a guaranteed winner, but they had. I yes. was listening. I jumped 100%. in the car. Yeah. What was the final score against UCLA the other night? Defending national champion. Starting pitcher for the U.S. Olympic right. team on um, the mound for UCLA. College player, the two-time college yeah. player of the year, Rachel Garcia. Um, it's just this yes, team on the I mound. Was and the final score was ten. The game three. on Sirius on the way home, and one of the women came up to bat for for uh, Oklahoma, and they mm-hmm. said due to slump, her batting average had recently dipped below three hundred. She was the only member of the starting lineup batting below three hundred. She won. She was one of three batting below four hundred. 
They had a team batting average of 421. They averaged 11 runs a game. People were like, oh, this one got away from yeah. JMU. That, that's still seven runs to the team. It's yeah. any team in the country would take that. If you say, I've got, you know, if you give me, you know, going into the last two innings, I'm, I've only given up seven runs with a bid to the national championship series on the line. Mm-hmm. Every single team in America would take that against the Oklahoma team. That is not to say this is a consolation prize 100%. or there's moral victories, but like, People don't understand. Even today, JMU played a fantastic game. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Oh, we are in this thing halfway through the game. I mean, oh, a chance every game. We are, you know, as you all can tell, we're a little bit all over the place. We're going to come back next week and our, you know, soon thereafter and, yeah. and try to put this into a bigger context. But we're just here tonight to say thank you to these kids and these coaches. Um, Rob, your quote, you put it up. You said it was cheesy. I I saw the picture and put the thing up afterwards. You just mentioned the texts we got, the communications we had with friends uh, throughout the last week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of that goes back to 2004 to football team. And my, I, I, you know, kind of, you know, tweeted on top of this picture of Odyssey Alexander hugging this little girl outside the bus tonight. And the, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think about what the football team did in 04. That was out of nowhere. This is the most fun. I think for me personally, there are reasons we'll get to at the very end tonight. Mm -hmm. This is the most pure fun I have had with the JMU sports run since 04. But I also think the reason all those people are paying attention the last two weeks goes back to what started with yeah. that 04 team, which is just that JMU athletics can be a thing. Like this can be a thing that draws us back together. And I think that the softball team, this run, you know, it's been what, 17 years since 2004. Yeah. And we're still feeling the effects of that. And I really think this run And it's different than 16 football. It's different than 18 lacrosse. I think this run is the kind of thing that is going to have effects that we feel 17 years from now when the cicadas come back again. (laughs) You know, again, like like we did with that football team. I think the idea of JMU sports, not as a, you know, not just as a one double A power in football, but as a all sports potential you know, this is a real thing, a going concern. I, I think this is different. It feels different. To me, it feels different. than I, I know that there are people who, who love football and that's their thing and they'll feel differently, but this one felt different. It was pure fun. Um, these kids, you know, it, you know, I'm not knocking the other runs and, uh, and 16, 18 lacrosse, those teams, you know, 16 football, 18 lacrosse, they won the title. So, you know, it is what it so, is, but I, I just, yeah. for me, I, I just – Rob, it's June. What what are what is today? June seventh, and I just mm-hmm. came inside from collapsing the JMU mm-hmm. tailgate tent uh, for the last time in a school year. I've never done it in June. The next time I put it up will be on the fourth of July. Usually, you know, I just watch the game with some of my neighbors, um, other JMU alums, and their children. Who, I, I, I you know, <laughs> it was just. What a blast. I mean, what, what uh, just an unbelievable thing. I also thing. think and it's important to talk. You, you touched on it last week, and I, this is something I don't that is hard for um, you and I 
given our position in life to talk about, you know, and to, you know, peek behind the curtain. You guys can't see us, but we are two upper class white guys. We grew up, we grew up in major metro area, Washington, D.C., with educated yes. parents in good homes. And you're not wealthy, but like when when people say you can be anything you want, it was very easy for me and you to believe that because everywhere we looked, we saw older versions of ourselves doing whatever we wanted. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned last week, like this is a big deal. Odyssey right. Alexander being an African-American pitcher on the on the biggest stage for softball, not coming out of an elite travel program, crushing them. I mean, I, I think this is huge and for girls in general. Them. I mean, I mean this is still we still have a tremendous imbalance, and we're not going to go. Yes. On. I know people. I can hear people clicking it off and saying, "I don't care." We're going to keep talking about this. Women's sport gets the short end of the stick. This the the facilities, the fact they don't have showers, it's ridiculous. There's still not a lot of television coverage. I mean, really, for us, women's sports were kind of the Olympics, and then that you know Mia Hamm, Brandy Chastain soccer team that came out that's only 20 something years ago so it's very easy for me and you athletically or in business or want to be a doctor to look and see role models if you're a young girl who who wants to play you don't get a lot of opportunities to see the sports world kind of enthralled with this you don't get a lot of time to see odyssey alexander live on sports center just to see a girl have a number one play you really don't see that a lot in your own life if you're from a small town outside of a major metro area if you're not playing elite travel sports or, I mean, if you're a black girl playing softball, you don't have a lot of role models. Odyssey stepped up. She was a role model for women, for athletes, and, but and importantly, we got to say it for black women. That was a very awesome. And she handled it with grace, with dignity. She left it out there yeah. and had off to, to her teammates, to Meeks oh. and Jubas. And like all of these girls were just so graceful, so enthusiastic. Yes. They were they're every bit as competitive as any other athlete you'd ever see jumping up and down, playing with passion. That is just tremendous from a role model perspective for kids, girls especially, but for kids. Like I, I was proud to, to have my kid, my boys watch that team. Those girls play with passion, fire, yeah. but to have fun. That's what's so much better about like softball. They still, you can tell like they're having fun. They're doing the chance. So everything about this was amazing. It just was great. And they all stepped up. I can't believe how... Oh, uh, well, like just how they handled themselves. You, you don't see many athletes, yes. you know, given that first chance international interview, nail it every time. These girls oh, on every team. This is maybe it's just unique to the sport, but all of these girls yeah. just seem so ready for the moment. Yeah, yeah. I you right. think back to when we were in college, I would be a blubbering idiot if Holly Rowe walked up to me with a microphone, if they somehow put me on sports. <laughs> All of these girls are just amazing. I mean, Kate Gordon right. was great. Uh, Rachel Garcia for UCLA, amazing. Like every, all these, it's just, it's such a cool oh, thing. Like, this is everything that's right about college sports. Incredible. Yes. And I, yeah, I mean, I watched the start of this game tonight with my neighbors, um, you know, four five-year-old son and four-year-old daughter and you know the three of us like jumped up and down i mean the home run to start the game tonight and and just on a purely like take us back to the field here for this is for jmu fans this is a thank you to softball tonight you know all of these bigger picture issues we can talk about forever and lots of people will but you know last week we came on here and we joked yeah 
about recording this mm-hmm. podcast tonight with a chance to go to the to be in the final, right? And and the weather kind of made this weird with all the craziness that happened. So we're not, you know, but we came on here last week and we absolutely said if they lose 15-0 to Oklahoma and 15-0 to Oklahoma yeah. State or Georgia, that we, it will be the mm-hmm. most special season, one of the yeah. most special. It will go down as a Mount Rushmore JMU season. And they didn't. Like, even in these last two games, they gave us moments. I mean, today, first of all, yeah, we should be proud of ourselves, Rob. We said, yes. yeah. Kate Gordon, we would put our lives on yeah. Kate. Okay, Gordon busted out. And boy, did she bust out. And, you know, even today, I mean, even in the hardest game of this one, she gave us a leadoff first pitch home run bomb, you know, on uh, whatever day it was, two days ago, um, or yesterday morning, Sarah Jubas hit another three-run bomb off of Oklahoma to tie the game. We were going to the seventh inning. It was essentially a road game. Tied up with Oklahoma with a chance with a World Series berth on the line. And that was after, yeah, in a road game. And not just that, but like that was after, I mean, you know, we're not here. I I don't think, I think things probably in the end, there's ifs and buts, right? But, you know, we hit a ball under the fence because the shoddy women's college World Series stadium where they will add month, they'll add seats till they're blue in the face to make more money, but they can't fix the damn fence. You know, Kate Gordon almost fence. killed herself in game two yeah. running into the fence because it's not a wall. It's a fence covered with a tarp. Like, and then yesterday the ball goes under the fence, would have given JMU a run. They don't have replay. The only NCAA Division One sport, I, I mean, volleyball has replay. Baseball has replay. Football has replay. Hell, the Little League World Series has replay. But, you know, Lauren Burnett throws out a runner who's sleeping at second base. And, and we don't get a call, you know, and, and look, things went for JMU in the first game against Oklahoma, yeah. probably broke our way on the Barnett um, base hit to start the rally early in the first game. But, uh, but you know, it, it's just, there are some frustrating things, but we had a run and we had moments even in these last two games. And Rob, if you had given me, if you told me last week when we were recording that we would get a Sarah Jubas three run home run to tie Oklahoma and mm-hmm. a Kate Gordon leadoff home run to tie a game or to yeah. lead off the game in the World Series. Even I would have thought we lost both games and still taken it. Yep. Those two things happened after we beat Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in the most insane fashion, play? like you the will play? ever see. I mean, yeah. I, I think we should go there, right? I, I, let's start there. Yeah. Well, let's let's I, let me. Yeah, let's just go there. Um. You know what we were saying. We'll go by game one. I mean, first let's start with game one. The biggest hit yeah. in the World Series for JMU is the Sarah Jubas three-run home run. To me, on Thursday, like there are probably bigger moments, better moments, but in terms of the confidence that JMU, like, but first of all, oh yeah, JMU, they were, they were upset. Those Oklahoma fans, they were shook up about this. Like, even today, they're in the fourth inning, and it's 1-1, and they don't know what's going to happen. They scored they 12 runs a game, 11 and a half runs a game this year, and they struggled with JMU. They did. I mean, kids are hitting 200 for them who hit 450 all year. You know, game one, Jubas hits the bomb. Odyssey was incredible. You and I both know Kate Gordon struggled, struggled, yeah. struggled. The eighth inning was 
that's what we were waiting on. It was, and then Odyssey was not, there was no way in the, that could have been, you know, yeah. Aaron Judge at the plate in the bottom of the eighth. Odyssey wasn't letting Kate go down after that home run. That's game one. Game two is the pure Odyssey game, right? I mean, we get another yeah. home run from Kate Gordon. We get good, incredible defensive plays from JMU. And that's what we said last week. Like, makes it they third, didn't give extra outs, they didn't have a chance. They gave teams you know, we just saw good plays all over. I don't think I've ever I, – I have not seen a better defensive game from JMU softball in program history – that I recall in program history. Now, granted, I'm not the most astute scholar yeah, of Meeks program is history, a, but that game two performance against Oklahoma State She's really, was really good. unbelievable. Yeah. And then – yeah. And actually, Iokas is really good in the field. I mean, I was so happy for Shiflet who made that mm-hmm. great play. First of all, yeah. she made the stretch on the Meeks – the stunning Meeks play from the throw from her knees – Shiflet gets this, you know, she big assist for the stretch there. And she also made that play on the line drive for someone who had made the error in the Missouri series to come back and play like that defensively. It was unbelievable. Um, just credit all over the field. And then, of course, I don't know what to say, Rob. The Odyssey play was, it was as good a play as you'll see in sports. And I'm so glad that the national media and that other athletes up and down the, like, sort of across sports, that people recognized. In fact, it kind of worked out that she got a little banged up on the play because it gave them like yeah. five minutes to show the replays and for everyone to kind of fully gr- grasp what had just happened. But I mean, the Odyssey play, yeah. it was better than the Jeter play. I- I'm sorry. Because yeah. it wasn't just right place, yeah, right time. Was there was the, the making the it involved, like there was so something? much more to it. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. You know. Yes, the yeah. Seattle Mariners tweeted out the I also thought it was really was cool. I don't know if you watched Sports Center over the weekend, but again, I mean, I'm going to go back and talk right. about this, you I know, mean, the impact on women. But you've got Hannah Storm and Hollywood, all these people that have, their whole lives they follow. They were so excited because this was crossing yeah. over and it was the lead story. The enthusiasm they had, that was just, that, that was that was one of those, I mean, it was, you know, like like Odell Beckham's catch. Or, or like you said, Jeter's play, or yeah, it was yeah. it was an iconic sports yes. moment. Like well, we can all joke, and I will joke thing. forever yeah. about the ESPYS being dumb. But that you're going to see that again. That'll be up for like Player of the Year. Um, you know, it it should be. It, it was amazing. It's I have not seen anything like that yeah. in any Absolutely. sport in quite be. some time. No, and and at the stakes and everything else, and and. You know, just un- unbelievable. Um, and, and I got it. I should. We should stop. We should give some credit. I mean, I, I thought in general ESPN has been fantastic. I mean, or at least oh, the great. people yeah. doing the coverage, the whole team doing the coverage, the announcing. Kevin Brown, Amanda Scarborough have been great. Holly Rowe, um, Jalen Johnson, the whole team has been incredible. Um, the amount of cameras, the the whole, the push behind this off the field was fantastic this weekend yeah. and. And I think, and, and to be honest, they got lucky, like with JMU, because JMU, I mean, I, I know we're biased, but this changed the narrative. I mean, when JMU beat Oklahoma in game yeah. one after not the playing a college world series last year and then having Oklahoma, the story coming in was like, it's the precursor this to is going to be a coronation of Oklahoma, yeah. which in the end, Oklahoma. And both of those teams go down. You know, 
I mean, what eventually, but I mean, right out of the gate, we get, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I've been trying Rob. I've, I'm, I should, another thing here. It's been fun for us discovering like the national softball world. I, I listen. I, I'm going to, mm-hmm. uh, there's a really cool podcast called in the circle from fast pitch news to a guy named Victor Anderson and Eric Lopez that obviously they've been doing this forever. They're like us in 10 years. Um, they do a great job. The D1 softball podcast with Rhiannon Potkey, um, the seven innings live stuff we've seen on TV with the ESPN crew. I mean, that set, that D1 softball podcast had Odyssey and Alyssa Humphrey on before the Missouri Super Regional. Like, really cool stuff. I, I just, it's been fun watching this. And everyone was like, oh my God. Like, that first game was one of the best games you'll ever see. It was so clean. Oklahoma was the one who made. Who struggled? Like yeah. they were the ones who yeah, it was got a little bit. I think shaken uh, up once. Judas they were very, the, like, the pitcher today. Um, <laughs> there were some had a great quote about CC just game yeah. recognizes the game. Like they know this was to the general public. Yeah. It might be this crazy team out of nowhere. Once they stepped inside the lines, the other teams knew. Like this is no joke. There's no easy out. I mean, that was a wake up call. Yeah. No, Jubis hit bombs. Jubis hit three-run bombs. They thinking like, oh, this is this weekend. Maybe like, there's they a were, of that going Nobody was taking them right. I don't <laughs> think there was, though, even last week in the game one. Well, and I think Friday was the one. That game two, I mean, so game one, you know, I jumped up and down I, I, when Kate hit the home run and, and when they closed it out, and, and we were all like greatest win ever. I got to say, even I, as the That's most the like, optimistic yeah. fan in the world, thought – that was an incredible moment. I don't know if we're I don't know if we're going to get another one. And then to come back on Friday and knock out the cow I mean take out the cowgirls like in the winners bracket and just to think like I mean we saw it, it was history. No unseeded team has ever gone 2 and 0 in the College World Series. No unseeded team has ever won two games in the College World Series. And now we look back. I mean, by that point, I think we look back, and then certainly the way JMU played yesterday in the first game against Oklahoma of the semifinals, yeah. they didn't. They sh- first of all, they probably shouldn't have been unseated. And maybe in a normal year, if they had played, one thing's for sure: if they'd gone to yeah. Clearwater at the beginning of the year and to Arizona or wherever they would have gone, they would have won some games. I mean, what if you take all of the World Series and everything else out of this? They played a three-game series with the Oklahoma Sooners, one of the greatest teams in history of college softball, and they lost two to one. Yeah. If that happens in February or March, we're yeah. all dancing around here talking about everyone in the national media is talking about JMU should be a top Ooh, ten team. Could they host a super unbelievable you know, that, performance? That, yeah. They just played Oklahoma to a standstill. I love the announcer. Yeah, I love the announcer Kevin Brown yesterday who said, you know, even after Oklahoma had taken the lead late in the seventh, he said. Yeah. Uh, why can't we get – one thing I know is he was like, can we get this every – can we do a home-and-home? Home? Can we send Oklahoma to Harrisonburg? And we, can we have JMU play Oklahoma every year? Because obviously this is incredible drama and softball. You know, what a fun weekend. And then, I, look, game three yesterday was – Odyssey was stellar again for most of that game. Uh, Jubas hit another bomb. We had the fence play, the second base play. Mm-hmm. In general, you know, we had our frustrations with the Women's College World Series, but I would oh, love wow. to go back. I'm sitting here. I'm wearing a JMU Duke's Oklahoma T-shirt. I got. I got a break that I tea. never uh, thought I would ever have in my life. Right. Yeah. So um, we ordered. It. Yeah, I got one of those on the way. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I spent way too much money on 
um, softball shirts this week. <laughs> yeah, it's and, and I'm so happy about it. Uh, and then game four today, I mean, we still got the kick Gordon bomb um, before the wheels kind of came off. And and for anyone who said, myself included today, you know, um, they should go to Humphrey. You know, obviously, it's not for me to say. Laporte's incredible. Uh, Northumberland County High School, Rob. Really? Former shopper at the Calio Market. I did not. I didn't realize Lauren that. Lauren Laporte. I got a text today from our friend Tyler. Um, yeah, grew up with uh, Lauren Laporte riding in the grocery cart in the nor- in the Calio Market in Northumberland <laughs> County. Um, knows her mom and grandma, but not her because she's a little younger than us, <laughs> as they all are, right? Um, you know, look, just what an incredible week. I Just so fun. I, I don't know. Rob, what else to say? I, I you know, I'm so hopeful for this program really good for what it means. They're going to have Humphrey there, back. And, Humphrey and, was good today after the first home run. To get the strikeout to get out of there, that's cool. That's too. invaluable. Well, and not just play. in like a memory way. It's not clearing the benches in the final four sort of way. Like yep. She actually came in and the game was still within reach. You know, everything everything's possible. And she gave up kind of a bomb. You're not going to get a hold of that one. But then she pitched herself out of it. Yeah. And got out of there with strikeout. So I thought that was really good. A little bit of Jocelyn Allen. Yeah. I did too. And then, and you know, pitched okay next inning. I mean, I I just, yeah. And I, th- I think JMU, one thing we learned this weekend that I did not know about college softball or, or the last three weeks that I learned is uh, the, transfer por- the transfer portal in softball has made men's basketball look like child's play the last two or three years. Um, which is saying something. Oklahoma State, half yeah. those kids were playing well, against so their former Everybody teammates freaks out about it. in this tournament, except when they were playing JMU. There are the pitcher today for Oklahoma was a transfer from Arizona well, State, I'm, another you know, seeded I'm a lacrosse fan. Super it's regional team. Lacrosse. Um, Guys will play for one team, final yeah, four, and graduate. Like, it's just it's, it's. I think the free transfer exists yeah. for everywhere other than basketball. Men's and women's basketball, football, and maybe hockey, but everything else—it's a free for all. So people are freaking out, thinking it's the end of the world in basketball. It's definitely going to be different, but yeah, it's it's more akin to free agency in the other sports. Well, and one thing I wonder—look, no, you know—I I know that Jamie warmed up Alexis Bermudez in this. Um, in game three in the Oklahoma game yesterday when they fell behind. Uh, who's their was their third pitcher, but you know, who knows? I, I, you know, JMU, like they look like they belong out there, and uh, they're coming off Jalen Ford and Megan Good, who are both playing professionally right now. Uh, I, I don't know what Odyssey's decision will be after this, but uh, you know, I, who knows who the second pitcher will be with Alyssa Humphrey next year? <laughs> you know, with the pretty with some strong yeah. younger players coming back next year, right? I, I, I mean, Logan Newton was great in this postseason. She'll be back. Uh, Michelle Sullivan will be back. Um, she's great. Uh, she know, really Lauren seems, Burnett, she belongs catcher, out there. I thought she struggled even, at the even plate. Even like, She's got a tremendous command on the plate. Yeah. Yeah. There's Emily Phillips is a freshman. I mean, there's some, you know, don't get away from this team. I, I, I'm I left to wonder but for what transfers, doors, as you said, yeah, sometimes recruiting is a lagging indicator. But uh, doors are going – yeah, doors are going to fly open for – Coach Laporte and the JMU team, and certainly uh, Laporte's deep ties to Virginia are yeah. enough to uh, 
Give well, me at least some hope that Mark she might Hugh. still be around think, next year. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, and in the years to come. Everybody can do what they want. I'm certainly not going to begrudge anybody that, that yeah. jumps to the chance to do something they've always wanted to do. But yeah. there's something special, I think, about building from a mid-major perspective into a powerhouse. You know, you can have a pretty darn good life. And I don't, I don't know. It's just it, I'd like to think she'd say I'm perhaps more impressed with the culture she's built because all those girls seem so dialed in. Able, yeah. Me too. They believed and they loved each other and supported each other. I mean, the the Odyssey talking about Kate Lindsay on the home Meeks run on like pumping the crowd up when they were giving the same nomination. Was awesome, right? like, did you did you hear Meeks's yeah. comments? Uh, she did an interview over the weekend talking about you know her waiting, not being a starter until her senior year. It was like from a coaching textbook. I mean, what she was saying, like, it's everything you want as like, if you're for teachers or parents yeah, really or coaches, was. it's everything you want to instill in your students or players or, or children. It was just, it was, it was amazing. It was just like, you know, I just try to support my teammates and that's my role. Yeah. You go in there uh, and I was like, this can't be real, but it's real with her. It, it really is. So, yeah. Yeah. It, oh, a hundred percent. And she's coming. I mean, the whole story is about all these kids. And, and first of all, I mean, look, I love that ESPN played up, Rob, over the weekend. Some of the, uh, you know, the more quaint sort yeah. of, uh, you know, natural Bagger Vance, you know, Bull Durham type moments for JMU. Mm-hmm. That's not entirely true. We talked last week about uh, Maddie Moran. Yeah. Her father is a big part of the like bandit Mustang elite travel softball, which is where everything right um no i heard that a, little bit from a, I, a co-worker told me today like i my daughter and i've been loving this team because jamie just yeah. seems like they seem you like do. a team where you don't have to be like an elite travel ball by 12 years old to get there and i was like well <laughs> you know i was like i was like well you know country kate is uh you know love her to death yeah. page county high school but she's kind of more the exception than the rule in some ways. And and obviously ESPN played up the the family ties, which are wonderful. And Odyssey's story is legit. Um, she didn't grow up. I mean, she grew up in Southside, Virginia. No, no, no. All no. that Dif- stuff with no, Rowan at the well. She played at Parkview in Sterling. Which no, no, is, no. It's, it's down there. Very yeah. much. Yeah, because somebody, somebody else no, pointed no, that right out. It's, it's down in like three I'm, hours south. I, okay, I'm confused. I'm like. Yeah. Because, well, did you hear oh, about okay, Mickey good, Dean? Good. Did you hear I recruited her? Another kid, yeah, and kind of fell in love with her game and recruited her. So. Oh yeah, he went to watch another kid. It's it's awesome. Yeah. I, I was just saying, I I think there's all. Jamie has talent. Like this, this wasn't an accident. Right? Yeah, this I mean, was, this I, wasn't I love the story, but <laughs> she's also damn good. You know, like you know. No, but it is also mm-hmm. true. Yeah, it's also true that she. Was driving back and forth to Kate PT Gordon's school selling in homes. Ohio. She's you a know, realtor. I mean, these stories are nuts. It, yeah. It's been great. Um, yes, she's already real, ultimate in realty. People looking her up. Yeah. Um, I, yeah congratulations, Kate. Uh, yeah, I, we had so much fun, Rob. I should say the other thing that's been fun during this is the JMU, like you mentioned it. Our own little Duke's Mafia thing took off this weekend thanks to you. It, it was. You know, I, unbelievable. I'll, I'll looks look like we now. might even beat the we were, all-time we were record we set for football this box, fall. I think. We're, last time I checked. 
Yeah, Food Bank of Greater Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and I want mm-hmm. to give a shout out, Rob, here to the guys over at Jamie Sports News, uh, Bennett and Jack. Uh, I, I listen. I've had fun. I wanted all the coverage I could get the last few weeks, and I had fun listening to them. And they rightfully, it's funny as you made that comparison, um, and we've done it again tonight. I, I was. Uh, they didn't call me out by name, but they were saying uh, they were really being hopeful about hope that mm-hmm. we'd like to get to someday where we don't compare our women athletes always to men's athletes, right? And last week I talked about how Odyssey reminded me of Pedro and. I don't know if they were listening or not, but that, that was something that I think is, it's a good point. It's a good, and I hope we get there too. I hope we're talking about the next Odyssey. I thought it was funny that Alyssa Humphrey and, and Odyssey both talked about the pictures that had meant a lot to them. Um, yeah. Alyssa grew up on Jenny Finch videos. Odyssey grew up on Amanda Scarborough YouTube clips, which is like, I mean, that's how she learned to pitch, you know? So I, they obviously care. Um, and live and breathe the sport. And I love it. And I, I hope we, I, I agree. I hope we get, can, can continue to the old, the olds among us can continue to evolve. So I don't know, Rob, it's June 7th. It's been a hell of a run for JMU. We'll, we'll try to talk about, we're, we're like two, I, what are we? I just 11 weeks away yeah, from football. I can't even think point. about that, to be honest. Like, like, the whole spring football so still proves I, I don't know yeah, how much about it. Um, but this no. was more fun. I, I'll say it right now. I enjoyed the past couple of weeks more than spring football. Um, I'm very much looking forward to Wait, fall football and real football and all that. But this was fun. This felt a little more authentic. And some of just going back to what we were saying at the very beginning of this, Todd, trying to, to I don't want to do the rack and stack because they're all great. I've enjoyed I enjoyed the lacrosse round. I've enjoyed both of the football championships. I've enjoyed, you know, some of the football seasons that fell short just as much as I did championship seasons. But what is different about this is kind of the fact that it was sure, all sure. five schools. Yeah. We were crashing a party and there's over 300 division one softball programs. There, there's nowhere near that for women's lacrosse. As much as I love lacrosse, it is yeah, not played as much at the collegiate level as softball, um, nor is FCS football. You know, it's just, it's a bigger pool. So that's what, this was just a little bit different and it felt a little bit more like right. a coming out party for the entire JMU athletic program. This was more than just softball. This seemed like everybody was pointing out Kevin Warner, you know, sent out something, posted something last week that was terrific. And it was kind of like, you can make an argument that JMU is one of a handful of the top mid-major athletic programs overall in the country in terms of, you know, yeah. It's almost undoubtedly top five. It's certainly... I think yeah. it's probably number one among schools that play FCS football. Now that like excludes obviously some religious and Catholic schools, you know, kind of, uh, yeah. you know, both the ones that play big time football like BYU and the ones that don't play football like yeah. Gonzaga. And, right? and but, it goes but back it's, to what we were saying earlier. got to be top five. They committed yeah. to fully funding all the sports mm-hmm. and you're having a limited number of sports and fully funding all of them. They're doing it. And hats off to Jeff Bourne and the administration. This is really, really something special, but I don't think it's going to be unusual. And I really think this is just yet another reason to think that the entire athletic program is ready to make a leap. I hope so too. And and I do think, and, and I, and I think um, 
yeah, we're going to have to have some other conversations this summer about the CAA and those kind of things. And and, and I think in forgetting the CAA, not even the conference or the FBS FCS discussion, but you know, name image likeness is here. And what does that mean for JMU and for its affiliations, you know, going forward? And you know, there's another era on the horizon here and it's, you know, like that's going to take a you know, yeah, continued ESPN I don't know what to say. You know, continued no. up. ESPN you know, made a whole lot of not, money. It's not like we're here and now it's easy. Yeah, yeah, like, and yeah. then it's a dime of that. Mm-hmm. For sure they did. Lindsay Fox. Michelle Sullivan in center. Oh, God, yeah. Um, what an effort by these kids. I mean, Kate Gordon diving around, running into the fence. I mean, just yeah. Jubas trying to make that snow cone grab yesterday. I mean, what incredible effort yeah. by these kids and just at what athletes we've been able to watch. We're so thankful. And, and Rob, I, I don't know if you have anything else, but I just, I do want to say, I, you know, I've been a little, we've talked a lot about ourselves. I, my voice was shaking at the beginning of this podcast because it's been a problem. It is. It's, it's shaking as much as it was after the 2017 run to the lost national mm-hmm. championship to NDSEO in that it, that was our first year podcasting and it was so much fun for us to do this and see the build and the interaction and have sort of have the thrill of it all. Uh, and we were proud even in the loss. Um, and I felt very similar today, but I think we've been hesitant to, you know, I ask you about your boys sometimes, but I, you know, we don't, this isn't about us and we're, it's about the kids. Um, but I should say, sports you know, block. We, we had a JMUSB wedding on Friday. JMU sports blog. Not so, it was. It turned into a. It, it did turn into a JMU softball wedding. Um, we had a JMU sports blog yeah. wedding. It, it was a magical day, a magical couple days, and um, we got to spend it with our friends from Mossy Creek fly fishing. Um, Talk, talking to our boys, uh, I got to wander around and have people give me um, updates. Yeah. Like it, at the beginning, it was like every half inning. By the end, it was like every single play, every single out. Um, it, it was, uh, you know, I, I just, it. it's not about us, but we're so lucky as JMU fans that sometimes these things happen. We never dreamed, Rob, and especially after the last year and a half, you and I have spent yeah. I think two days together prior to this since the start mm-hmm. since March 2020. Right when it started. Um, I think I brought you a Mossy Creek sweatshirt at and some then point. I dropped this off year, some Christmas cookies. And we stood and in beer the front yard and, and we stood Christmas in the front yard and talked yeah. a little bit. And um, yeah. yeah, for me one day and we stood in the front yard and talked again. And and uh and and this weekend mm-hmm. we got to um hang out with about 40 to 50 dukes. Uh, including our buddies Brian and Colby from Mossy Creek, go by the store, tell them you heard this. Um, you know, and I mean, Brian threw me in the into the air mm-hmm. when the final score came. Like he ran to me and hugged me, like almost in tears. You know, uh, it, it was it fantastic, was and we just got to all wander around for four hours and talk about the Dukes being the best, and you know when these dates are planned many, many times in advance, I, I got to sit, you know, uh, you know, I, it just, it's so special. And Susie and I got to 
you know, sit today with our neighbors yeah. and watch the game under yeah. a tent at four o'clock in the afternoon on a it was fun. Monday. It was fun. And congratulations, I mean, to, do congratulations to you. It's just, and it's Susie, just who more so, importantly than you, um, so great. Looked a lot better than you. Seemed to be living up to the moment. But I was very happy. That was the first time yeah. Jess got to meet her, so that was that was cool for me. <laughs> sure did. Sure. Yeah, it was really special, and and just thank you to everyone who's kind of hung in there with us these last uh, couple of years. It's been an incredibly, uh, re- I don't know what to say. I see my murder yeah, wedding party a, jumping up and down. This has been a really special place for me personally. Yeah. Yes, 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 you do. Yeah, but but this whole podcast, this whole experience has been a really, 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 really special place for me the last few years, and uh, you know. It's been a something that buoyed me. Yeah, right there with you. I mean, like uh, the podcast um, in general was very fun for me to help me get through COVID. But more importantly, your friendship. So this is it's cool because I think our friendship has gotten stronger through this, and a lot of it is because we can count on this regular check in. And um, you know, I think a lot of our friends kind of rolled their eyes at this whole project when we started it however many years ago. But it's been great. It's been a lot of fun, and it's I know just personally from a mental health and wellness perspective during COVID knowing that I had at least some form of conversations queued up once a week um, with you, one of my best friends is really, it's been terrific. So that's great. So I appreciate everybody listening to us and putting up with us, but uh, I don't know. We, we get a lot more out of this, I think, than, than anybody who listens for sure. So. Yeah, for sure. And Dr. Tim Miller, uh, wherever you are, ratty, this, this yeah. uh, you won't see it because we're not going to video it, but this ancient visor on my head is for you. Is for you. Um, yeah. So I, I did, Rob. That's why I guess for me personally, I'll end on that. Right. I don't think JMU visors have a, for, for I, I put this out earlier, but for, for an old guys like me, um, they've never had a bigger week than the last week since, since at least the mid to late nineties. Well, uh, I, I'm extremely appreciative. I, I, we'll talk be looking about, forward to uh, getting JMU back to full visor wearing. Has- August, I might have September. mentioned the podcast. We moved. We moved a couple of weeks ago, and in the process, still yeah. kind of living in boxes. The new house. Oh yeah, you're. Yeah. Well, no, I I've got that. That was taken care of. Where's the, the first things we moved. Help me. I found my 2004 national championship hat, the one that you got, like with the season ticket renewal. Yeah, I, I found that during the move, and I think I yes, yes I definitely yes. had Emery goes wet advisor. I don't know if I found a football advisor, but I I found the 2004 championship. Hat. Oh. One double A, yeah, yes. One double A. Which I actually mentioned, I got married in two thousand five, and yeah. we had like the yeah. wedding website. Oh, that's fantastic! And I definitely bro. negotiated with Jess to sneak in that we both were graduates of James Madison University. Your two thousand four one double A national champions, and I had a Duke dog cake. So two thousand four one double A national champions. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, well, the, the we um there was Zach Price and uh, not Coach Laporte this weekend. Whoever's out there running that, and all our friends. Yes, um, yes the that's band did stop and yeah. announce the final score on Friday night of James Madison two, Oklahoma State one, as one does. And uh, yeah, it, it was quite a moment. So uh, look forward to sharing. I, I just yes. Rob, we'll see better, y'all better days ahead. And D lot this fall. Uh, we, you know, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll probably be back uh, next week. We will be back once in the next two weeks for sure. 
uh, before a little bit of a Fourth of July, you know, probably two week break or so around the fourth. Oh, I, or we, whatever you know, we were talking about Newport Folk, and I was like, uh, oh, a little too Rhode expensive Island, for me. And we will, uh, oh, the wife got tickets, so we're going. So I'll be going up man of the month. Oh, by the way, I just opened Twitter to check your messages. Twin, <laughs> trending, it. Jeff Bezos, and then yeah. Odyssey Alexander. So, yeah. So, again, I mean, I, look, we both said that was, was legendary stuff, was and cool. we don't like the ranking thing, but man, did Odyssey put herself on the map with Jalen and Megan this week? And she put her, she, Alyssa Humphrey and she put herself on the after her. Megan and Jalen and Carol to. Tate you know, this and is Gary Clark lineage. and Arthur Motes and Steve Hood. Like it's that sort of it's the all timers beyond just her sport. Yeah, the, the all time Jamie athletes with this performance. Yeah, and as we said, I mean, look, we're here. We're doing a podcast and a blog about Jamie sports, and and sometimes we get a hard time, and people complain about fees and other things. We talked about this last week. As the guys from our, as our friends from William and Mary pointed out this week, Ron Rivera, Terrell Owens, you know, the, these are not the Seattle Mariners. This is not a. You want to raise the profile of your university, you know, maybe yep. think twice before you're too too critical of the way they spend money on sports. I, I don't know. I just you know, it's a. It's, there's a lot more yep. to the picture. And there's a lot of people have been talking about James Madison. This was, this was good. Congratulations to Jamie yeah, Softball. So. And more importantly, just Robin, thank you to Jamie This was Softball. really special. Was really, really fun. Look, and thanks. You know what? We should thank all oh, the Jamie Sports athletes. It was, given the situation you. that we went through the past year, it was a hell of a year. One of the best in JMU history. And we enjoyed it as best hell we could through the magic of Flow Sports or more recently through ESPN. Um, yeah. We talked about it tonight. Who won, right? Um, women's golf. Men's basketball regular season. Women's swimming and diving. Yeah. Um, women's basketball. Men's winning basketball. Seasons. Yeah, I mean, um, I, not everybody won the title and everything, but, I mean, t- in terms of, like, winning, Lacrosse like, really again. being right there. Yeah, I mean, football to the semifinals again. Soccer. I mean, uh, lacrosse, um, you know, winning a game and, you know, being in the NCAA tournament, soccer, men's soccer squad due to COVID uh, being in the NCAA tournament, I mean, the championship game, right? Going on swinging, it was it was a great year. And I don't care what I mean. Look, if you watch this softball run too, mm-hmm. lacrosse feels sometimes like an island because of the regionalization part of it. But every one of these teams at JMU, yeah. and don't tell me these softball players didn't watch lacrosse in 2018. You know, the Madison Naokas in the crew. Yeah. So I, I just Better it's going to be. Better days ahead. I, sure. I can't wait to see what's next. All right. You have a good week, everybody. So, yeah. Rob, I will talk to you soon. All right. Go Dukes. You look at me, babe, I want to catch on fire It's buried in my soul Like California gold You found the light